Yo, what's good, everybody? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure you subscribe and share the podcast. And if possible, please rate and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, if you'd like to contribute to support the podcast, just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes. And as you already know, no contribution amount is too big, but also no amount is too small. So thanks so much for the consideration. And let's get on down to it, y'all. This is episode 16. And when I started this podcast, I always wanted to feature dope people doing dope things. And so every now and then I want to interview somebody who is just a straight up creative, somebody who is doing their thing, breaking barriers, pushing forward in spite of, and doing things that bless other people. Now, I'm really, really looking forward to talking to this next guest. But before I jump into it, let me get in a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll get into it. All right. So sit tight. I'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to Crockpot Conversations, episode 16. And today's episode is one of my convos with creatives. And today, I want to feature a friend of mine who I am just absolutely inspired by. She is crushing the image consulting game, really helping people understand that we're all brands. And as a result, we got to care about how we convey those brands to the world. And today's guest, y'all, is none other than Miss Christina Renteria. <laughs> Christina is a speaker, image expert, and the owner of Pink Lux, managing two unique services, professional image development and millennial leadership training in the United States and abroad. She's helped hundreds of students and professionals with their overall personal and professional image, as her main mission is to help her clients create an image that will help them scale in their industry and life. Now, as a first-generation business owner in her family, she decided to change paths from the legal profession to being the businesswoman she is today, despite being told to, quote-unquote, change her dreams because she wouldn't make any money. She enjoys and is fulfilled by helping people through one-on-one services, uh, her quarterly four-hour intensive, The Image Blueprint, and her Lux Leaders Facebook group. Now, when she's not helping her amazing clients, she's reading a book, watching Criminal Minds, eating Cheez-Its, spending time with her big family, and more than likely also, in some way, shape, or form, getting on my nerves. <laughs> so, Christina, it is absolutely a pleasure to have you on today. It is a pleasure and honor. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Like I tell you all the time, I'm so proud of you, big bro. So proud of you. Appreciate that. You're you, make, you make me feel good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I know we got we got a few things that we need to jump into and talk about. Um, you got a lot that you're doing. I know. So like, first off, just like, how is your time? Like, how do you manage everything? You just do it. Okay. I'm learning that, hey, you can have a strict schedule right. and things change and you just got to do it. You can't make excuses. You can't say, let's hold it off or anything. You just got to do it. Um, for example, today, mm-hmm. we're out of town training. Right. Right after mm-hmm. that, I took like a 15-minute nap. 
and get up, have to do an interview for a show. They have to get dressed, doing the podcast with you, all in the same day, <laughs> off of three hour and but three and a half hours of sleep yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can't make any excuses. You just gotta get up and get it done because you have a bigger goal than yourself. I like it. I love it. I love it. That is so so true. I wish I could have got me that little fifteen minute power nap. <laughs> That wasn't in the cards for me, so I'm running on fumes for real. Yes, but we push through, right? We do. We push through. All right, so cool. So, so look, you you you're, you're doing some amazing things in the space, in this industry, etc. Um, and look, I know I just gave the people, I guess, your bio, but let's kind of just kick this thing off and man, just just tell people how did you get into this industry and and like how did you know that this lane was the lane for you? So, ironically, I started this off as a blog. Okay. So, Pink Lux started off as a blog. It was something that I did in my spare time. I worked in a company in Birmingham, in corporate, and I had to have some kind of outlet that wasn't just business-focused all day. Right. And so, growing up, I always loved beauty things. I always loved um, fashion, wardrobe, helping people with confidence, things like that, because I struggled with that growing up. Mm. So not becoming a victim and having victory over what I, who I am, I wanted to be able to help other people in those avenues. Mm, like so it started as a hobby, just writing wow. up some blog posts, sharing some insight where women or guys would ask me certain questions about different things, and I got tired of answering it over and over and over. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, let me just make a blog post so I can say, hey, here, here's the link, read it, right, there right, you go. Right. Okay. Um, and from there, it started as, okay, now you're getting sponsored posts for your blog. Mm, cool. um, people are sending you things to post on your social media right. or talk about on your blog. Um, started um, joining a group that was for bloggers and writers and things like that. And then the devastating layoffs Ooh. happened. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the layoffs happened. And for me, I wasn't even sad, Anthony. Wow. I remember getting the call to come in the office and, you know, they're saying, hey, we don't need you anymore, such and such. I kind of knew it was coming as well because yeah, everything yeah, was happening yeah. in the company. And I cried, but it wasn't like tears of sadness. It right. was more of like, thank you. Wow. Because a lot of people don't know is I had what I call the June escape for that next year okay. to leave okay. that company in June. So you were prepping to, to yes. okay, gotcha. However, they were like the October kick out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they laid me off in October and I was not prepared. <laughs> wow. Um, did not have a cushion ready yet in October because I was expecting for June. Right, right, right. I, expect, I expected that bonus to come in Oof. for the beginning of the year, yep. use that as the cushion, yep, and, yep, you know, yep. keep on going. So, started as a blog, and after the layoff, I said, you know, I really love doing this. Hmm. And people are always asking me to do it for them specifically as a one-on-one client, right. so why not offer services for it? And when you know you're first starting, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm about to make services, mm-hmm. and I'm about to be a millionaire. Yes. This is going to be bomb. Lord, yes. <laughs> These oh, big dreams. God. And then you start your service, and you have, like, two clients. Right, right, But right. guess what? Two clients don't pay the bills, At car all. payment, car insurance, right. health insurance, Absolutely. all these other things. Um, so start from a blog, then start putting out there that I do services. Um, Rudy put a business plan, I would say, what I thought was a business plan at the time, together. Okay. Because I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have, right, a set. Right, I didn't right. have as being a first-time business owner in my family, I didn't have someone to go to go, hey, 
How did you start your business? Mm-hmm. How did you mm-hmm. do this? What failures did you do? Mm-hmm. I kind of had to create my own blueprint right. and fail a million times gracefully. Um, and keep trying different things that were still in the same niche. Right, right, right. Give that said, yeah, try different yeah, things yeah, 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 but in, still, the same, in the same, same niche. niche. Right, right. And it grew and grew, and I scaled it once I learned what worked, what didn't work. Um, put in those free offers mm-hmm. and put in that free hours of work right, in right, right. to get to the point where you can charge what you're worth. So that's, that's, that's dope. Something something interesting you said in your response was um, you, you mentioned the dreaded F word, mm-hmm. failure. Mm-hmm. You failed. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so great. I'm glad you said that. So, so, so tell me this and, and really tell our listeners this. Um, what was your first... Or, or maybe not even your first, but a significant failure in business that you experienced that you could maybe help some of our listeners avoid? My first failure was thinking I was all that in a bag of chips because I said I do what I do now. Mm. Saying, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm an image consultant. You should work with me. Right, 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 right. Why? <laughs> yeah. You haven't shown us all we should work with. Right, right. Um, and that was something I had to kind of say, okay, sit back. Figure out who you have to actually work with. Right. How you can actually prove yourself because this is you're doing. You're new at something. You got to right. prove people that you can't offer that service. Um, and kind of take that huge ego out of the way. Mm-hmm. And like I said, fail gracefully and be humble about it. Um, and not let that stop you from going further. Yeah. Um, because the first couple of times you're telling people, hey, I do this. This is how much I charge. And they're like, no, I'm good. Oh, I don't need that. No, hmm. no, no. Yeah. A lot of no's. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and those no's led me to calling um, where it said that I was told to change my dream when right, I came money. Right, right, right. I actually called uh, a university and talked to the dean of business hmm. and told her what I was trying to do and coming to the school and things like that. And she was like, you're not going to make any money with that. <laughs> you can go ahead and change that dream. That's not going to work, honey. And that just stabbed me in the front, the back, yeah, the side. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. this is a demon business. If she thinks it's a horrible idea, am I really like wasting my time right. and getting in debt <laughs> from you know not making them yeah, what I right. want right now? Right. Uh, and that was a another big failure for me was making that contact. But it also taught me that you have to be strong in who you are. That's right. And really sit back and say is this my purpose mm-hmm. and not just something I like doing right now that's good that's good it's uh and you know we're in this interesting season um on the podcast because this is episode 16 uh a couple of episodes ago episode 14 um I did one and the name of it was um I lost my job but I found myself yes and and so it's funny that that I noticed you know for as long as we've you know been friends and working together um, our story is interesting mm-hmm. in how they kind of um, intertwine in a, mm-hmm. in a sense or, or kind of mirror each other because, you know, you were in this gig and you uh, you got laid off. I was in a gig and I got fired. <laughs> and I mean, I can say that freely now and I'm not ashamed <laughs> of it. But um, we both were building our, our, our brands, businesses, et cetera, on the side mm-hmm. so that when those things happen, 
we didn't just kind of just go out into the great unknown. We had something to to fall back on and keep building on. Yes. So so that's huge. And so um, that that kind of leads me to this. Uh, how do you think? I know what it's done for me, and I and I and I share this with my with my listeners on the podcast. But for you, how do you think failure has helped you grow, both personally and professionally? How has how has failure helped you in that? It helped me understand who I am. Mm, that's good. I used to always hear, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does but you. Right. And I never understood what that means growing up. I was like, okay, I look at myself in the mirror, and now what? Right. And now, as a business owner and someone that has failed a lot, I have to really look at myself. Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Yes. You said as a business owner, and let me make sure I get that right. As someone who has failed a lot. Yes. You're admitting to the world yes. that you have failed a lot. Yes, I felt a lot. Wow. You know, that's that's taboo. People people say you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't admit that kind of stuff. And that's where, you know, you've grown. That is true growth. You can look at yourself in right. the mirror and say, hey, girl, you felt a lot. Yep. But look how much you've grown. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. There was one point in time I wish I could be on someone's podcast. Yeah. There was some one time that I wish I could be training somewhere and speaking somewhere. Right. There was some time I wish I had enough money to pay a car payment. Right. And then now we're here. Right. And it's because I failed those so many other times behind the scenes to prepare me to be who I am today. You have to get that thick skin. Mm. You have to. And it's not for other people. It's for yourself. Right, right, right. That's and good. when you get there, you're like, hey, we're failing. All right. Now failure becomes like something you're used to. And it's something that just kind of pushes you in the right direction. Hmm. But you got to fail a lot. Wow. Can you, speaking of, of that, can you think of a specific, um, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot with this question, but can you, does any like specific incident come to mind where once you, you know, finished it or wrapped up, or whatever the case is, you were just like, that was terrible. Like, I just completely sucked. You remember anything like that? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, this is um, two and a half, maybe three years ago, Christina. Okay. I had done my very first, like, interview kind of thing over the phone. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like, I came in as the expert talking about image and things like that. Mm. And... <laughs> I spaced out mid-conversation. Wow. <laughs> I was nervous. Yeah, I yeah, had never done it. I It was over the phone. I couldn't see the person. And they were from, like, I think Atlanta or something okay. like that. Okay. It was a lady I connected with in a Facebook group, and she wanted me to talk about some things. Wow. And I was talking and sharing information, and I, like, spaced out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. And she was like, Christina? And I was like, okay, so yes, we were saying this. I don't know where my brain went. I froze. And I had never done that before. And when I got done with the phone call, I was like, gosh, I suck. I know they're probably like, is she okay? Like, I I never heard back from that lady. I was going to ask you that too. I was going to ask if if she ever reached back out. No. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening, lady, <laughs> I was new. <laughs> I was just learning how to do interviews over the phone. I had never done them. Now I'm used to it and I don't freeze up. Okay. And right. I'm prepared and I can think on impulse, you know. Nice. And nice. But that first one, I 
was so bad. I was so embarrassed. So, so, so it's great that you said that that, that last part because that kind of segues into something else I wanted to ask, and that is, why do you think that that everyone should have at least one big failure in their life? Because that shows you who you are. Mm. I remember my godfather he used to say um, when you're in school, a fight shows you who you are. Okay. It shows you if you're the person that can stand up, mm. if you're the person who needs to go study a little bit more and be smart in your books. Gotcha. Okay. And a failure, I feel like, is the same way. If you <laughs> fail really big and you can bounce back from that and grow from that, <laughs> then you're on the right path. Okay. It lets yeah. you know if you're going down the right path or if you're not. Because if you stop mm-hmm. and throw it in the towel of the years you've been putting in hard work mm-hmm. or the months you've been putting in hard work right. and the dream, you just say, whatever, I'm going to go back and do what I've been doing that's safe and comfortable. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you know this is not for you. Hmm. Wow. So a failure really shines the light and exposes who you really are. Yes. Wow. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Man, this has been this has been fun. This has been this has been rich. It's been some great information that you've that you've thrown out there. Um, so, uh, last thing I just kind of wanted to, to to give you or, or allow you to do um, any parting words that, that you just kind of want to give to our listening audience. Anything that you just kind of like, you know what? I gotta tell people this. Anything like that. I definitely want to tell people to when you're building your professional or personal image to look on that inner side. A lot of people, they think when I work with them, it's all about how they are on the outer part of their sales and making sure they have the cutest sweater on or nice pants or get their nice cut or whatever. Right. Um, and it's more of bringing that inner part of you out mm-hmm. and showcasing the world that you are enough. Mm. You are amazing as who you are. And now you're just embracing who you are. Nice. Because people can tell when you're not confident. Mm-hmm. People can tell when you don't believe in you. True. So if you don't believe in you, why would they believe in you? Right. And as humans, we see people first, visually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're carrying yourself as someone that's insecure, dealing with imposter syndrome, those things you have to get over mm-hmm. before you can ever physically and visually um, look how you want to look to others and to yourself outwardly. So think about those things first and then work on the outer appearance. But we got to get ourselves together first internally, right? That's good. That's good. Awesome. So last but not least, of course, man, please tell the audience how they can get in touch with you, work with you, reach out to you, etc. Definitely. So social media, that's the easiest thing. We all have our phones every day, all day. Um, Hit me up on Instagram. It's Christina R. Speaks. Or if you want to just support the brand um that's pink lux beauty on instagram same thing on facebook and yeah just hit me up hit me, hit me give me a dm uh call me email me so you good with folks lighting in the deal totally oh okay i mean i'm not saying like <laughs> weirdly <laughs> no, right, right, right. <laughs> like business wise <laughs> remember you said work with me hey i got you i got you you can hit me with the hey beautiful oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. you don't mind that <laughs> she's I'm real just, she's real humble y'all i'm just real kidding humble. i'm she's so such kidding. an average person i'm so average when right. you see me I'm like gosh she is basic how does anthony know this basic chick oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> podcast about to burn up yes whatever <laughs> All right, so y'all, hopefully this has been rich. I hope you've gotten some great information. Um, Again, this is our Convos with Creatives. 
Uh, I look forward to doing this ever so often on the podcast, just featuring dope people doing dope things. So that being said, that's the episode, y'all. If you've gotten anything from it, please take a second to subscribe, share, rate, and review. Also, if there's anything that I can help you out with, uh, you can hit me up on any of my social media um, or reach out to me via my website at www.anthonydsparks.com. Email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com or you can even shoot me a text at 415-935-0219. It's been real. Thank y'all so, so much for rocking with us. I'm looking forward to next time and I hope y'all are too. Talk to you soon. I'm out.